Welcome back into the newest episode of Deep in the Novo. I'm your host, Ryan Ovazinski, and soon I'll be joined by Sadiq Tuma and ESPN's Bomani Jones to discuss some of the incidents that happened with Oklahoma State yesterday and Mike Gundy wearing the OAN shirt and the Oklahoma State players' subsequent tweets after that and their response to that. And uh, Bomani Jones was one of the first national media guys to pick up on this story, so we're going to let him take it away. Here's our interview with ESPN's Bomani Jones. So with that being said, like with you being one of the first national names to pick up on this story and, and really react to this news, what was your initial reaction to seeing that photo of Gundy on Twitter? I actually was not bothered by it in the way that other people were. Like I saw it and my immediate response was, he's telling you what he's about. And he told us two months ago that this is what he was about, that he stumbled on this network, and they're the ones that tell the truth. They don't give opinion. They just give facts. But it's a mind-blowing conclusion to draw. Like, if I, I've watched just enough of that network to know that if Mike Gundy saw that and saw facts, Mike Gundy is not very aware of the way that the world works. Um, and so he winds up in the shirt, and I saw it, and I was just like, oh, okay, this is who he is. Like, I don't even think that he was flaunting it or anything else, because to be honest, I don't think that he exists in a space where there's anyone who finds anything shocking about that shirt. Yeah, definitely. And, and um, you know, we, we did our little bit of research into OAN yesterday and just watching it, man, they really are just super extreme and, and things like that. Yeah, they, I mean, it's just, it's, for Gundy to say that there is no right and there is no left, and I'm like, you know, the whole point of that network is to be to the right. Like, the people who are into it are into it because it's to the right. Now, maybe they think that this is the truth. Therefore, they don't see it as having a slant necessarily, but that's the whole point on this. Right. And and then, so, right after that, with Chuba Hubbard's tweet, right, did you expect to see so many players uh, come out after this and, and sort of voice their opinions after uh, Chuba Hubbard was really the first one to, to get that ball rolling? Yes. Um, I don't know enough about the program to say like that I had any particular expectation, but I did not think, A, that he was going to respond in the way that he did. And it turned into something else. Like, this isn't about the shirt anymore to me, right? If that's the network that Mike Gundy watches, and my guess is they sent up shirts in the mail. Like, I don't think he went and bought it. I think Mike Gundy lives a life where you don't have to buy T-shirts. So I imagine that they sent that to him. I don't even know. Like, I was not expecting college students to care that much about this particular news outlet because I would not expect that Trooper Hubbard is consuming their content. But the players and their other problems had nothing to do with the network. It had to do with the way they were treated and the way they are spoken to and the way that they feel that their coach feels about him. And that, to me, is far more important than anything about what Mike Gundy watches on TV. And Bavani, hours after that initial tweet, you know, Twitter was going crazy. People were losing their mind. Then Mike Gundy and Chuba came out with their apology video. Do you think that was enough of a gesture from Gundy? Um, I think the only answer to that is from the players, right? So when you're a college football coach, you only have to answer to your immediate constituency and to your locker room. And even answering to the locker room is different because it comes with a skewed power dynamic. I have a hard time believing that the things that those players are saying on Twitter that that could just be cleared up in two hours. And I have a real hard time believing they could be cleared up just by saying, oh, okay, it's a sensitive time right now. It's never not going to be a sensitive time for the shirt that he was wearing if somebody finds it to be a sensitive time. Like, you're not going to be able to fix that. If that's what you're about and that's what they have a problem with, I don't think that that's as easily fixed as putting out a video for the public. So we're going to see how it goes ultimately with the players, but they're the ones that are going to really dictate how this goes from Mike Gunn. For you personally, what do you think Mike Gundy could have done or should have done? Um, you know, after 
after the after the picture came out with the shirt. Right. I mean, you really you really only had two choices. His choices were to a stand firm in what he has said before about like what he thinks about the world, or b to have some grand enlightenment where he recognized the limitations of perspective that he might have and try to relate better to his players. What he's going to need to do, though, is not something that you can fix in 24 hours, right? Like, if, if, if he's calling his players, like, ghetto and threaten, threatening to send them back to the hood and all this stuff and calling them thugs, like, if that happens, you're not going to fix that in a day. Like, I don't think that he could just magically wake up and become a new person. So what he did was cool to sell himself to a public that honestly does not like to believe that white people are racist, right? So, like, he gave enough. Like, oh, okay, well, he apologized. There he goes. And then you got the dude next to him who's like, yeah, it was my fault. Like, white people keep that kind of stuff up. They love that. So, generally, he might be okay. But at what point are these dudes going to get frustrated? What happens the time that he slips and says to these dudes what he's been saying before? Are they going to stand for it like they've stood for it previously? That's what that remains to be seen. There's also an aspect of this that he the way he handled the coronavirus situation, right? And he also talked about the uh, OAN during that press conference, like you said before. Uh, what do you think from his handling of that and, and now his uh, statement after the video uh, or with the video, um, what do you think this says about Mike Gundy? I don't think Mike Gundy understands what the problem is. At least from the video. And all he's talking about is, you know, the tweets and, you know, that kind of stuff. And I've seen if that is the only thing that he got from this, and he doesn't understand. Like, does he realize that the way that these guys have objected to the way that they have been spoken to? Does he realize that's a problem? Because to me, that is a huge problem. Like, if he ever thought that kind of thing was appropriate, that's the kind of thing that needs to be picked. I mean, what we're talking about is the kind of stuff that got the strength coach at Iowa fired. Now, I know it's unlikely to do the same, at least rapidly, for Mike Gundy because he's so important at the place where he works. But I just saw somebody get fired for this stuff. Bomani, you always talk about the term lemon booty, and I and I love that term. That's one of my favorite terms of yours. Uh, you think there's going to be a semblance of coaches around the country who are uh, performing this right now and, and uh, having some lemon, lemon booty because of uh, these new allegations against Gundy? Yeah, like I don't think that what happened with Gundy or what happened with Iowa is particularly rare. I think that you can find all kinds of other places, uh, places where it's the same thing because the power dynamic is so skewed, number one. And number two, and this, this part I think is important, there's so much money in coaching now that dudes can get into it in spite of the fact that they don't like working with young people. Like, something like not everybody's built for this. Working with college students is not easy. They're unreliable, all kinds of stuff like that. Like, it's not an easy gig, and just not everybody's built for it. And I think there are a lot of coaches who are worried that something's going to happen and that their players are going to get on the internet and start talking about it. I think that is entirely possible that something every coach right now has got to be similar to me, too, where there's a lot of men that were right here like, man, I hope you don't tell. Definitely. Um, and with the exception of probably my own college paper here, uh, I don't know that I own any sort of media type apparel or, or gear. Um, and Mike Gundy had an OAN shirt. And like you said, this might have been given to him. Mike Gundy doesn't need to buy T-shirts. But with the way OAN covers things, what statement do you believe he was trying to make by wearing this shirt? I do not think, as someone who once wore a T-shirt on television that everybody assumed, statement and I was just wearing a t-shirt I am down to give him the benefit of the doubt that he was not saying anything explicitly out loud by wearing that t-shirt I think it's possible I think it's possible that Dabo Sweeney when he had the football matters t-shirt that he was in the same place he was not trying to say anything but the question is 
can you have extreme politics in the way that Mike Gundy has publicly stated that he has and it not affect the way that you interact or deal with your players? Not simply the idea that you disagree politically with those players. I mean, the idea that your politics seem at times to be opposed to the very people that you are supposed to lead. Not all of them, but certainly some of them. Can, like, how do those two things work at one time? And so he's not the first far-right wing coach that has ever existed. Like, remember, Lou Holtz once got fired in Arkansas because he reported a campaign ad for Jesse Helm in his office. You know, like, this is not, this is, this is a new thing that coaches could be on this side of the political spectrum. But if, if, if your mindset that goes into your politics also affects the mindset that you have for your players and the way that you treat them, then that's a thing. And, but Ryan, given all that, how does Mike Gundy regain the trust of his program? Or do you believe that he's done at OSU? I do not believe that he's done at Oklahoma State because I don't think Oklahoma State wants to be done with him. Um, if they had wanted to be done with him, then this could be enough. It's the same thing at Iowa with Kurt Barrett. They had enough to get him out of there if getting him out of there was what they wanted to do. And generally speaking, people only get fired when somebody wants to fire them. Ohio State, you had people who tried to fire him, fire Urban Meyer, but the boosters didn't want to do it. When Jim Tressel's time to get fired came up, don't think that the fact that they knew they could probably get Urban Meyer didn't come into the calculus, but they decided, okay, fine, we'll fire our national championship winning coach. I don't think that Gundy is necessarily done, but I think that he probably had some work to do with his players. To I, I don't even know if it's a matter of gaining trust as much as it is keeping the peace, right? Can you be in charge? Are these guys going to allow you to be in charge? Because it really works in two ways. Either the roster allows the coach to be in charge or the coach imposes his will upon them. And even with the imposition of will, it requires a level of submission for players that I'm not sure all of them are willing to go for right now. Definitely. And, and speaking of the players, uh, you know, there's a lot of questions right now over, you know, the body language of Chuba Hubbard in the apology video, apology-esque video, I guess. Um, what do you think Chuba Hubbard does now? Like, and, and this OSU football team, where do you think they go from here? Well, I mean, Chuba Hubbard's got two choices, stay or leave, right? And I imagine that he is going to stay. I imagine that he is going into practice. But I don't, I think everybody needs to keep in mind that how everybody felt yesterday only has so much to how they're going to feel today and only got so much to do but how they're going to feel tomorrow or next week or at any other time. And so I think that all these guys that are there to play football, they are going to play football. But when Mike Gundy breaks bad with them, what happens next? And that's where this, I think, gets interesting. Do you think, you know, regarding the football season, right, OSU was projected to be a very good football team. Uh, do you think that this this will remain the case, or do you think that that locker room sort of uh, chemistry goes down and that will affect, affect the impact of the team next year? Yeah, there's no way to know from here, um, to be honest. There's really no way to know because so much of this depends on the way that Gundy is going to handle things from here on out. And so he says there are going to be big changes. You know, and Chuba Hubbard said there are going to be changes. I'd be curious to know what the changes are, right? Like, if I knew that, I could have a better handle on things. But based on what they told me yesterday, if all it was was whatever happened in between the time of the tweet and the video, then I don't think anything is fixed. I just think that people aren't necessarily publicly mad anymore. Yes, sir. We will see what happens uh, from here on out with the OSU program. Bomani, thank you so much for, for joining us and talking to us today, man. 
No problem, man. You guys have a good one. You too. Thanks, Bonnie. All right, ladies and gentlemen. So that was our interview with ESPN's Bomani Jones, who gave us a great insight into what he has to think about the Mike Gundy incident and the players' response to this, especially dealing with Chuba Hubbard and what's going to happen for Oklahoma State next. But that's all we have for you guys today. Hope you all enjoyed and hope to see you next time here on Deep in the Novo. Thank you.